hello and welcome to Winning in Prayer Live. I'm Pastor Darrell. So glad to be with you again. So glad to be. I was very excited about doing this live on tonight. Listen, before we get started on tonight, I just want to remind you of our lineup for the week. So every Monday at 3 p.m., you can catch Monday Motivation with myself. Every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., you can uh, tune into our Bible study, which will be myself, my wife, uh, and uh, Minister Ida Carson. We're on a rotation. Uh, every Monday night at 10.30 p.m., you can catch the WHIP broadcast on the Daily Gospel Network. Again, every Monday night at 10.30 p.m., You'll be able to catch the WHIP broadcast on the Daily Gospel Network. Listen. Also, I want to remind you that you can uh, take advantage of our WHIP podcast, which you can find on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and several other sites. Listen, we're taking new territory, and we want you to be a part of the journey. So, listen. I want to, again... We're taking new territory, and I want you to be a part of the journey. Listen, my wife and I would like to thank you for all of your support uh, and everything that we're doing. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, we just want you to know that your support is appreciated. So listen, let's get into this, because I don't want to be before you long tonight, uh, maybe a half hour, uh, and then we're going to wrap it up. So we're going to be talking about don't be in a rush don't be in a rush at galatians the fifth chapter in the 22nd verse it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering we're going to concentrate on long suffering let me read that to you again it says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace and long suffering so when you look at that word long suffering it means to be long tempered or to suffer long. And so I don't know a whole lot of people that, you know, possess long tempers. And I don't know a lot of people that like to suffer long. Everyone's in a rush. Everybody's in a rush. Uh, you know, when you look around and you consider the reasons why people rush, we're going to talk about those tonight. Listen, some of the reasons not to rush is that when you rush, it causes us to miss important things, important details. When you are rushing, rushing causes a lack of development. Uh, rushing will cause a misappropriation for the things of God. Rushing is a sure sign of immaturity. Uh, nothing is done well while we rush. Uh, you can't hear well while while rushing. Uh, you don't eat properly while rushing. Uh, you can't be taught well while rushing. Uh, there's a myriad of reasons of reasons why we shouldn't rush, but most people are in a rush. And I can remember. Uh, while I was at work, God told me that most people don't wait well in prayer. Most people don't wait well in life, but we certainly don't wait well most of the time 
even in prayer. You know, we, we're in a rush. We want to rush through this pandemic because we're in a rush to get back to our norm, whatever that was. Uh, we're in a rush for our finances to rebound. We're in a rush. Uh, we're in a rush when we're in traffic. We're in a rush uh, while we're shopping. Everyone's in a rush. You know, one of the things that stood out to me when the pandemic hit is how it just almost shut the world down, brought the world to a complete halt. Here we are again with this presidential election has almost again brought the world to a halt. Everyone's in a rush to see uh, who's going to get the rest of these electoral votes. Uh, since Tuesday night, everyone just wants this to be over and done with. Everyone's in a rush. But I want to tell you on tonight that God doesn't want us to rush. Listen, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. It is long-suffering. So God gives us the ability to not rush. Because, again, I want you to understand, when you rush, you miss details. When you rush, it's a sure sign of immaturity. And again, you know, you don't eat well when you rush. You can't be taught well while you're rushing. Yet we are rushing. And I want to encourage you tonight to slow down, uh, especially where the things of God is concerned. Uh, I want to encourage you to slow down, especially in the area of prayer. Slow down. Make sure that you have a sure word from God going into this new year. Listen, it's so important. It's important for your, your purpose, your destiny. It's important for your family to make sure that as we go into this new year, that we move forward knowing that we are hearing from God properly. There, we don't have any more time to, to misappropriate and say God is saying certain things when he's not, all because we are rushing. We, 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 we're, we're too much in a rush, and I want to encourage you on tonight to slow down. Listen, for those of you that are on the broadcast, I want to encourage you to like, share, comment. Uh, uh, most important that you share, let somebody know that we're on so we can increase the reach of the broadcast. And so we're going to go to Philippians, that fourth chapter. Uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, at the fifth verse. And it says, it says, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ, Christ Jesus. So as I was alluding to earlier, we need to have patience in prayer. We're being bombarded by all kinds of things. And listen, they have stretched us to no end this year. I don't know about you, but uh, most people that know we've been stretched financially. We've been stretched spiritually. We've been stretched emotionally. And it causes you to want to be in a rush to get past this pandemic to get back to what we call our norm. And we're in such a rush, I believe that we are missing a critical time for growth and development. Listen, if you're ever going to sharpen your hearing, now is that time. 
Now is that time. Now is that time to slow down and bathe what your bathe your desires, your motives in prayer. Now is the time to slow down and make sure you're actually hearing from God. Now is the time to slow down and ask God to help you to develop some patience. Listen, nothing happens well, nothing goes well when we are rushing. Everyone wants to rush and it's critical that we slow down, especially in the area of prayer. It says be careful for nothing. Don't be excited. Don't be stretched out. Don't be stressed out. I'm, I'm, excuse me, don't be stressed out. Don't, don't be overstretched. Don't be uh, pressured. But we need to slow down, especially in the area of prayer. Listen, prayer, I like to say it like this. Prayer is oxygen for the believer. And when you're rushing, when you're rushing, how well do you function even naturally when you're out of breath? And I believe that a lot of us spiritually, we're out of breath. We're panting. We need water. We're tired. We're thirsty. But we're still in a rush. We need to slow down in the area of prayer. Let God allow God to rejuvenate us. We need uh, our minds to, to, to be uh, arrested. We need to slow down and, and, and talk to God, make sure that we're hearing from God. Our spirits, uh, we, we can't rest at night because we're in a rush. We don't sleep well at night because we're in a rush. We, 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 when we sit down to, and what we say is our relaxation, we still are not relaxed because we're in a rush. Listen, I want to encourage you on tonight to slow down and not be in a rush. Listen, Daniel's prayer was held up for 21 days by uh, the prince of the kingdom of Persia. It was held up. Now, we know uh, that the scripture says that his prayer was heard when he made it. But uh, for him to get his revelation, he had to wait 21 days. So listen, there's going to take some time. There's going to be time that you're going to have to wait. And again, there's situations and circumstances that, that we need to bathe in prayer. There's some things that's not going to be worked out overnight. There's some things that it's going to take longer than a week. Listen, this pandemic has, has, has uh, been around for what, eight, nine months now. And there's nothing that any of us can do about it. We don't have the answers to solve it. So you know what? We just have to wait. Did God send COVID? No, he didn't. But I believe that he allowed it. And I believe that he allowed it for many reasons. And I believe one of those reasons was that the, the, the body of Christ, those that named the name of Christ, would slow down and pay attention to things. There's so many things going on and we're missing things because... We're rushing. We're rushing. Glory to God. So here we are. Daniel's prayer is held up for 21 days. Do you have enough integrity? Do you have the patience? Do you have enough endurance to even wait 21 days? Most of us, we give up. As I said earlier, God told me when I was at work that most people don't wait well in prayer. Is that you? Is that you? What a, what a, what a, what a, uh, uh, a sad outcome to be saved and not have patience. Patience, 
patience is one of our tools. It's what we use to fight. But we can't fight being in a rush. We can't pray being in a rush. Listen, when, when Daniel finally received the answer to his prayer, the prince of the kingdom of Persia told him, Now I'm leaving, but there's another one coming. So listen, once you get past one, one test, one trial, there's another one coming. The, the, this, this demonic influence, if you will, told Daniel, I'm leaving, but there's another one coming that you're going to have to deal with. So listen, don't think that if we were able to go back to what we call normal, that we're not going to have things to deal with because there's always going to be something to deal with. So you might as well learn, even while we're in this pandemic, to slow down, to hear from God, to get directives from God, to get a plan from God. Why go through through something like this that's unprecedented just to get back to what we call normal, just to return back to our norm? I believe that many of us before the pandemic hit, we were on cruise control. The pandemic hit, now we're in a rush. And the rush that we're in now is the rush that we should have been in pre-COVID, but the rush should have been to see souls saved, to see the kingdom of God further. But no, we were all in a rush to, to make more money, to pad our bank accounts, and the kingdom of God was going lacking. And so listen again, don't just be in a rush just to get back to norm. But be in a rush to get a plan from God, some strategies from God, so that when we return to norm, we can be that much more effective in furthering the kingdom of God. Listen, we're talking about not being in a rush. And again, I want to remind you, some situations have to be bathed in prayer. And again, when we rush, we miss details. We miss details. You know, one of one of the uh, one of the things that stands out to me when I'm studying uh, the word is that before Christ uh, died, one of the last things he uh, did with the disciples was that he broke bread. Upon his resurrection, the, the disciples were having some trepidation as to understanding, you know, his return and all, and he made himself known to them by the way that he again broke bread. Now, what if they would have been in such a rush to get through that situation that they missed the detail of how he broke bread? Glory to God. What if they missed how he broke bread? What if they were so in a rush that they missed how he broke bread? That when he returned, they were known to him by the way that he broke bread. Glory to God. You know, God knows how to deliver the godly. God knows how to break us. He knows how to mold us and he knows how to shape us. Even in this pandemic, God is still in control. And this is why I want you to know, we can't be in a rush because God is doing something in all of our lives. Glory to God. Now see, again, I want, I want you to... to to uh, focus in on this, if they had been in, in a rush to get through the tough time that they were going in knowing that they were going to lose their Lord and Savior, 
What if they missed the detail of him breaking bread? Because this is how he made himself known to them again. It was in the way that he broke bread. And so again, I want you to understand that you and I cannot afford to be in a rush because we miss details when we are in a rush. And listen, there's no greater, there's no greater way uh, to go through than to go through knowing that it's that this is a purpose of God for my life. It's it's completely different than going through thinking that God is upset with me, that God is trying to destroy me, that God doesn't love me, that God that God is too busy to hear my prayer. When you go through knowing that you're going through with God and that you're going through has a purpose. It's easy to recognize how he breaks bread. Hallelujah. It's easy to recognize again how he breaks bread. Listen, I want to remind you, as the king, the prince of the kingdom of Persia reminded Daniel, I'm, I'm leaving, but there's someone else coming that you're going to do. So we're always going to be going through something. But we always need to recognize how he breaks bread. My God. We need to always rec be able to recognize the details of his breaking in our lives. That it has purpose. That it's not meant to destroy us. That it's working for our good. That it's not meant for me to be destroyed. Glory to God. That it has a purpose. And that if I can be patient and, and allow him to take me through, I'm going to come out on the other side with purpose and with victory. So I want to encourage you on tonight. To not be in a rush. Glory to God. Listen, you ought to be sharing this. You ought to tell somebody that we're on tonight. I have a word from God on tonight. Listen, don't be in a rush because when you are in a rush, you miss the details. And for far too long, we have been missing the details. We've been missing the details. Now listen, I want to take you over to Colossians, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Colossians, the third chapter, and the 12 verses. It says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. Let me read that to you again. Let me read that to you again. It says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. So this scripture is literally telling us that we are to wear long-suffering or patience as we wear our clothing. Glory to God. It says, put it on. Put it on. Why, why, do we, why do we, there's many reasons that we put on our clothing. But one of those reasons are, are in simple terms, we want someone to see what we have on. I don't know about you. I like for I like for people to see, you know, shirts that I'm wearing. I like for people to see the the shoes that I'm wearing. And so, just as we put on our clothes, we are to put on patience. No, we are not to lose our patience at the red light. We are not to lose our patience with the cashier. We are not to lose our patience in the drive-through line. We are not to lose our patience while we're in the mall. And I've done them all. Glory to God. 
But that's not supposed to be the makeup of a child of God. And don't justify. Listen, stop justifying it. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. It's absolutely wrong. But we are to put on kind uh, uh, patience and wear it as we wear our clothes. It's supposed to be seen in our lives as readily as anyone would see the clothes that you're wearing. It should be that obvious in our lives. So listen, I want to tell you again, don't be in a rush. I want you to rush and share this. This is what I really want you to do. I want you to rush and share this. Let somebody know that we're on tonight because I have a word. I have a word from the Lord on tonight. Share this. Let's increase the reach of our broadcast. You know, patience, it is a it's a God-given characteristic. That fifth chapter in the 22nd verse of Galatians says that the fruit of the Spirit is, without a question, it is. You have the ability to be patient. The question is, are you going to exercise it? At the red light, uh, at the cashier, uh, in the in the drive-through line, at the mall, are you going to exercise it, or are you going to justify your popping off? Are you going to justify all of your other bad behavior? Listen, I, I I've done all of those, and it's wrong. And listen, let me tell you something: if you're going to fulfill the purpose of God in your life, there's there's certain things. That you're going to have to to uh, look over to fulfill the purpose of God in your life. Listen, you can't let somebody cutting you off in uh, traffic uh, hinder the purpose of God in your life. You can't let some. You can't let uh, situations cause you to miss out on a fresh anointing. You can't allow situations to cause you to miss out on the next level that God has for you. Slow down. Slow down. Glory to God. Now listen, we're going to another scripture. Uh, 1 Thessalonians. Uh, let's see. 1 Thessalonians. Uh, the fifth chapter. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. It says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. Uh-oh. It says be patient toward all men. You know, some of us do, do pretty good with the church members. Some of us do pretty good. But it says be patient toward all men. So, again, let's look at it again. While you're in uh, traffic, while you're at the stoplight, while you're going through the drive through line, in the store at the cashier while you're in the mall we have to be patient with all men we it's it's time for us to slow down and i want to admonish you I want to use some some biblical language i want to admonish you to slow down and again one of the big things that we do when we're in a rush we miss out on details we miss out on details and it's when we rush, it's a sure sign of immaturity. Listen, the things that I've gotten in life that have taken some time are the things that I've appreciated the most. Anything you get overnight, you don't appreciate it as you should. 
You don't take care of it as you should. You don't value it as you should. But the things that you've had to put uh, some sweat equity into, uh, you've had to wait, you appreciate those things. You appreciate those things. And some things, there's going to be some things that uh, there's no other way that we're going to be able to get those things except we wait. Glory to God. And I have a few more minutes with you. Uh, listen, we have to be patient with people. We have to be patient uh, in prayer. You know, to reach the unruly, the feeble-minded, and the weak, it's going to require that we have some patience. Let me say that again. To reach the feeble-minded, the weak, uh, uh, the unruly, it's going to require that we be patient. It says that we are to be patient towards all men. Patient toward all men. Everybody. From the homeless that's in the, in the front of the, uh, the door. Uh, waiting on you after you come out. Got to be patient toward all men. Glory to God. Glory to God. Patient toward all men. Now, we're rounding the corner because I don't want to be on... Uh, really long tonight, but Ephesians the fourth chapter, Ephesians the fourth chapter, and I pray that you're getting something out of this tonight because I believe I have a word from the Lord. Ephesians four, uh, at the first verse, it says, "I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another." In love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. This is our calling. This is what Paul is literally saying here. Our uh, being patient, this is literally our calling. We're called to be humble, uh, patient, and to forbear everybody in love. You know what? It's a characteristic of God that distinguishes every individual that names the name of Christ. Let me say that again. Patience, uh, not being in a rush, is a characteristic that distinguishes every individual that names the name of Christ. This is our call. Listen, I know that, you know, people say they're called uh, to preach, to, to pastor, to be an apostle, to be a uh, bishop, uh, archbishop, triple bishop. We're called to do all of these things. We're also called to be patient. We're also called to be patient. You know, the, you know some say that patience... Uh, is a virtue, uh, but then there, you know someone else had a saying has a saying that says, uh, "Don't count count the days, but make the days count." You know, patience again. It's a characteristic of God that distinguishes the individual that names the name of Christ. Listen, patience is so important. That it's mentioned over 70 times in the Bible. And whenever you find the Bible uh, uh, that contains uh, so much about it, it means that God doesn't want us to miss this. It's that important. Again, as we wear our clothes, we are supposed to wear patience. It's just that important. We are not to go out 
uh, in the community or anywhere else without wearing patience? Would you go out? Well, well, prayerfully, you wouldn't leave your home without your clothes on. And, and I say that jokingly. That's a little funny. But just as you wouldn't go out of, out of your house without your clothes on, prayerfully, you won't go out of the house without wearing patience. It's just that important. It's just that serious. We have to be patient. We have to move with patience. Listen, God, God has called us and equipped us to move different. We're not supposed to be under pressure. We're not supposed to be over overwhelmed. We're not supposed to break down in depression. We're not supposed to uh, break down uh, with anxiety uh, and worry. But this is what happens when we're in when we're in a rush. This is what happens when we allow the enemy to make to cause us to push forward and run through things. But we have to be patient. And listen, I want you to be patient in the area of prayer as never before. It's time that you be patient in prayer as never before. I know that there's some things that you have have before God. You had them before God, before COVID happened. And they're still before God. But you're going to have to be patient. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to give up on that thing that you have before God. If you've been praying for it this long, it's worth continuing to pray through. It's worth it. It's worth it. And again, I want to remind you, anything worth having is worth waiting for. Everything that I've gotten in life that means the most to me, I had to wait for. I didn't get it overnight. Or well, I didn't get it easily. And so there's there's some levels in uh, uh, in prayer uh, that the only way we're going to get there is that we have some patience. We have some patience. You know we you know prayer waiting in prayer has a way of maturing us like nothing else. Glory to God. When you can't just go and pick up what you need off the shelf, but you have to put in the time, uh, the study of the word and praying and staying before God and praying some more and praying praying some more that will cause you to grow up that will cause you to know that before you uh, uh, take down or before you fall or make a mistake it will cause you to think about what you are about to do because it will cause you to think about the price that you have paid to get where you have gotten but prayer will cause you to mature like nothing else. And so we need to slow down, especially in the area of prayer. You know, this these scriptures here that I just read to you, you know, one of the things uh, that I get from this also is, you know, it's not, it's not possible to humbly rush. It's not possible to, uh, uh, to, to forbear and be in a rush. It takes patience with both. It takes patience with both. And again, we are to wear patience just as we wear our clothes. Now, let me give you one more scripture before uh, we wrap up on tonight. James, the first chapter. James, James chapter 1 at the 19th verse. James 1, 
19. It says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Now, I want to back up and I want to read 17 down to 19 as well. It says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begot he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Patience. Patience. The only thing it's saying that we should be in a rush to do, look at it here. It says, let every man be swift to hear, to hear. That's, that's it. Everything else we're supposed to have patience with. Yes, yet most people are uh, quick. Uh, we're quick to speak. Sometimes we're speaking out of turn. Uh, uh, and we're quick to be angry. Uh, while we're driving, while we're at the red light, while we're in the drive through line, while we're at the mall. Listen, it's time that we slow down. It's time that we slow down. And again, we are supposed to be patient. We are supposed to wear our patience as we wear our clothes. Now listen, I want to remind you again, uh, I'm wrapping up for tonight, but I'm, I'm going to invite you to come back tomorrow night. We're going to continue this. Listen, I know that this, this, this is a good word. Uh, I have a word from the Lord and we're going to continue on tomorrow night. But I want to encourage you to let somebody know that we were on tonight, share this broadcast, and tell somebody, don't be in a rush. Tell them to slow down in the area of prayer, and it's time that we do it as never before. We want to hear from God, but we can't be in a rush. You say you want to hear from God, but I'm telling you, you cannot be in a rush. You're saying you want to see a move of God. In your, in your marriage, in your family. You know, I'm praying for all my family, uh, my, my nieces, uh, nephew. I'm praying that everybody be saved. I'm not satisfied with being the only one in my family that's saved. Now, my sister is saved, but I want my whole family saved. And I realize it may not happen overnight. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to, to continue to pray until I see it happen. And so I want to tell you, slow down in the area of prayer. Nothing good is going to happen being in a rush while uh, we're in prayer. So listen, I want you to come back and join me on tomorrow night. Let somebody know that we'll be on tomorrow night at 9. We're going to continue this. So listen, I'm Pastor Daryl for Winning in Prayer. And I want to tell you, to, until next time, continue winning in prayer. I love you with the love of the Lord. I'll see you on tomorrow night. All right.